Okay. Welcome back. I took a little hiatus, a little break from my podcast, um, but we're back, back better than ever. Um, and my first episode coming back is with Poyo. I've been following Poyo for, I think, less than a year now. And every single post and every single move that she make, I'm just like, yes, girl, come on, let's do it. Once you do it, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> So I had this idea of understanding, well, no, I had this idea and I wanted to understand the process that you went through to become where you are right now. Cause I know it was not easy. I know some nights were probably hard, some days were hard as well. So I want to learn more about that and get to know you as a person. Um, so my first question, introductions, name, where you're from, what you do, all of it. Great. Well, nice to have me on your podcast. <laughs> I love it. This is like so exciting. But um, my name is Poya Sek. I am Senegalese American. Um, what do I do? I model all the time, but I used to do public health. I used to do like all that kind of stuff. So that was a whole different life. But like now I'm here full time model, but I enjoy it. Like I think. I always loved fashion as a young kid. Like, even though I was a tomboy, I still like loved fashion. So it's kind of funny that like I'm back in it. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that a lot of people use me in unisex, <laughs> like fashion or like, you know, female, but like, you know, boyish suits. So it kind of does like tie into like how I felt as a kid, which is cool. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So how long have you been a full-time model? So full-time, I feel like ever since the pandemic started, like in April, was it April 2020? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I feel yeah, like... Really, yeah, yeah, it was. Really yeah, that's a long time ago. Okay, so um, I started like really because I had left my job in public like healthcare. They were like just giving me a hard time. I was like, bruh. So I was like, let me just just enjoy my time just go home um because like my parents they're a little bit older so like I just could not risk going to work and coming back home with like you know any symptoms and getting them sick so I stayed home but that's when I kind of got into my love for makeup a little bit more I started like my YouTube channel and you know just like you know just because the girls I watched like Jackie Ina and like all these big mm-hmm. YouTubers and I girl I watched them like ESPN okay like a football game on Sunday that's how I watch makeup and my dad would be like why don't you just do it yourself like you just be watching TV like why don't you just create and all I was like I think it's impossible but you know as a creator you have to like you said step into it first before it's kind of like easy to maneuver so from that posting videos and like photographers seeing me I was able to you know be reached out by people and you know reach out to people and kind of build a portfolio without knowing it Mm -hmm. and so that's when brands actually started to reach out and I was like oh you can get paid (laughs) for this (laughs) I was like that's let's do it but I always loved it like I was always practicing at home every day during the pandemic for like a whole year in my bedroom working out and 
posing and posting pictures because I I just like loved it deep down. So I think like when you really love something and you really enjoy it, you just end up doing it every day without even realizing it. Mm. I like that a lot. Do you think it was kind of hard? Because you said your parents are older, right? And you are Senegalese mm. American. Was yeah. it hard for your parents to like wrap their head around you wanting to do modeling? Or was it like really easy for them to be like, you know what? I can see it. I can see it. And I will let you do it. You know what's so funny though? Like in my family, like it's so different. Like even though like we're African and we're African-American, like people would usually think that like my like my dad, because he, you know, he's African, that he would be really strict. But my dad has been supporting my idea of modeling since I was like 18. Cause yeah, because yeah, my mom is like somebody it's like a you know, African-American, you know, she came from like, you know, not a rough background, but like just lower than what she raised me to, you know, have and grow up with. So, you know, she really had to work hard, go to school, get her master's and then do all this other stuff. So I feel like she always wanted me to do the same thing. Cause like in their minds, that's what like succeeding is making sure that you have like an annual income and working as a doctor lawyer. I was like, girl, <laughs> yep. You know, I was like, at 18, I was like, I don't even know if I want to go to college, you know, like, because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, what am I going to do? What is it? What am I going to study and do for the rest of my life? That sounds very crazy. So I was like trying to fight with my mom, but she was like, you're not having it here. You're going to college. But my dad was always like, if you want to model, you should model. And he wasn't being funny. He would be like, you should really like go do classes and stuff. So I feel like my dad has always been like in the background, like, you know, do what your mom has always worked hard for you to do, but also on the side, like do what you want to do because you never know what could happen. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it wasn't as hard knowing that I had that support, but I did do the African child thing. I definitely went to school. I got my degree. (laughs) I actually... Uh, graduated with two majors just to solidify that I was serious. Yeah, I mm-hmm. <laughs> that like, I wasn't playing yeah so now that's leverage like y'all can't tell me nothing I was like a good student you know mm-hmm. graduated 40 years like even after I graduated um with my major in international relations and sociology I went did health peace corps volunteer back in Senegal because my mm-hmm. mom did Peace Corps for three years. And that was another thing. She was like, you have to do Peace Corps. So I was like, <laughs> do you get like, when is this over? But I did it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that was when they truly saw that I was unhappy because I, I fell into depression. It's, it's mm-hmm. funny, but it wasn't funny then, but it was like, that's how bad it got. Like, I truly tried to show my family that I respected them and everything they've done for me. And I was like, you know, let me just do what they want for me. But they, they literally saw like, it's not helping or like, by that time I had seen a therapist three times, you know? And when you come from that background, like that's odd, you know, but for me, I was like, no, I need help. I need advice. I need guidance. So by that, when I was in Peace Corps Senegal, like I was just having so many breakdowns and I knew that like, that wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. Like following my mom's route wasn't really for me. And I had to come back to the U.S. and 
Um, I had to, you know, go through my healing process. But it was like when I got out of it, again, with my dad's support, it was like just going to Ulta and starting to buy like makeup and then starting to do looks. And then that grew into what I'm doing now. So I feel like, yeah, my family had to really see me like hit bottom. Yeah, Yeah, just to be like, okay, this is really not working for her. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think, um, do you think having a good support system is needed, I guess? Because, you know, I was thinking about, I don't know if you watch Kanye's, um, okay, okay, so Kanye, in his um in his documentary he had his mom and my cousin, yes my my cousin put it in such a way she was like they were soulmates like she was meant to have him and he was meant to have her and i was thinking about that relationship when he's talking about you and your dad and i was juxtaposing that with another interview i was watching i don't know if you know ross he sang um best on earth he is italian american and he was saying how, oh no, was it him or Jay Shetty? I don't know, one of them, because he was in an interview okay. with Jay Shetty. And Jay Shetty was saying that he didn't have the support from his dad. And that still allowed him to be who he is right now. Mm-hmm. So he, like thinking, like, do we need the support from our family to be who we want to be? Or is it like, like, how do you think about that? Feel about that? For me, on a general sense, I feel like it depends because sometimes I have to put myself outside of my shoes and be like, there are people who don't have necessarily like a family and they've still been, you know, super successful. But I do feel like for me personally and what I've seen around me, like, especially when you're creative and it's super hard, like you don't always get paid for what you do. Sometimes one day you're broke. Sometimes you got money and, you know, just things like that. I think it's like, it was really like um, important for me to know that like I had a support system because as I saw in my journey, I had to literally let go of friendships and kind of distance myself from people who were not take, were not taking me as seriously because I feel like you get to a point where it's like, okay, this is life. Like, this is not a game. I have bills to pay. I have my health. I have my mental health. There are just underlying issues that, you know, not the every per, not the everyday person will see, but it's like it's important to you. And I feel like love, support, just being able to get a text message from your parents, like I love you, I'm proud of you, like those things really do boost you. Mm-hmm. And I think like literally what you were saying about Kanye West, like I totally get this dude. <laughs> like before, before I did it, because but now like I'm not as angry when I see him because I'm like he had a mom that absolutely loved him thing that he did knew his verses like was rapping I, I was like come on Donna if you don't yes like I was like that's so beautiful because another thing like I'm tired of media and social media showing that black people don't have love in our family or mm-hmm. that we don't have the same support as other races you know what I mean like it's always we're in the ghetto and it's like we really do all have very different backgrounds like it's not just that one thing that's being pushed Mm -hmm. so just being able to see that like even though he's in rap and hip-hop and this culture like 
this dude's mom was a teacher his dad was a therapist like what other outcome was there for him but love and support so yeah I think that's why today the fact that he's so confident in what he does it really comes from the first society that he had in his life which was his Mm -hmm. mom and his dad showing him love and that just like exceeded now for us who don't really understand like other people who don't under understand it like I get it they get angry because you know when you see someone like getting a lot of love and you're not used to seeing that sometimes it can make you mad I'll be honest it used to make me mad like in other other situations but you know you just have to when you like see it you just gotta like be like bro like what else can you want for this person (laughs) but like for a human being so it definitely has been nice that you know till today I'm not getting the push like when are you getting kids even sometimes that happens but it's like I have a career like you know being a female African African American saying that like you know um I'm gonna work and do what I want to do before I do anything else it's just a really it's a nice feeling so yeah and even friends Mm. the people you have around you are very important I will say that for anybody like if you have people who are not supporting you, first off, it's like, it's not hard. It's free to text yeah. someone. Like, free you know? free it really is like, if random people can be like, send me a DM and be like, bro, your, your work is so good. It's like, I know these niggas that have been in my life for like 12 years or plus see the same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like I've had best friends since middle school who are like still super shocked at what I'm doing and then I have other friends who are just like it's like what's your problem why can't you just be happy for me since if you like had a dollar I I'd support you like you know what I mean if you get a dollar from the road and were like I just found a dollar I'd be like (laughs) (laughs) you know so I don't know. I'd rather just choose to be around people who support me because that's what I want to do for other people. So mm-hmm. it's what you choose for yourself. But yes, yeah, support is very important. Yes. And like what you let yourself believe to, because if you're around people who don't believe in you, then you start like feeding off of that energy. And then it's like, damn, can I really believe in myself? But if you have friends who are like hyping you up every single post you have, telling you to go for that opportunity, it makes it easier for you to be like, you know what? they're close to me and they're seeing it why can't I see it too exactly exactly like yeah it's just it's just nice to like be able to you know tell your family members even if they don't understand it because you know like being a creative and working a nine to five is very different like that whole lifestyle Mm -hmm. but it's just like even for me sometimes it's it's hard to even in my support system to talk to people about, you know, what life is as a creative, cause they don't understand, but like, it's like for them to even try to understand. And like, for my parents to like, under, try to even understand like a little bit of what I'm going through and not, you know, bring any negativity because they don't understand it is really important. Cause it's like, those are still the people I have to go to to confide in you know other than work so yeah I wish that for everyone I really do so like since you're talking about Kanye a little bit too you know yeah. one of the things I really appreciate about his I guess journey you can say is his unrelenting belief in himself 
like that man when i was watching it i was like he anybody can tell him anything right now they can be like honey not the best and be like no i am and i can show you mm-hmm. like i have tracks and tracks and tracks which you don't listen to like let's go so do you have you always felt like that in a sense like you believe in the dream that you have so much so that if anybody can tell you anything it's it's just going to roll off your back or do you feel like you had to work your way to that kind of mentality I feel like I had to it depends because my personality has always been confident and that also comes from like a supportive background like I always did sports and my parents were behind it a thousand percent and it's like yeah when you're doing like something like that and you're always getting support like you're always getting good advice positivity you're kind of like you're you're used to like positivity and good words and affirmations and I feel like um man this is a hard question take your time Yeah, I just, I've always been confident, but the thing is, even with confidence, that's what I want to try to say, with confidence sometimes, like, you do have your bad days. You do have days where you're, like, so tired that your brain is, like, bruh, you know, Mm -hmm. and even for me, like, I feel like with Kanye, like, he knows exactly what he he wanted to do, like, the fact, like, he knew that he wanted to rap and he knew he was good at it, that he could, like, believe in himself. For me, like, in modeling, what people don't understand is, like, you have to have, like, your modeling niche. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have, like, are you swimming suit? Or are you, like, IG baddie vibes? Or are you high fashion? So I was always trying to figure out, like, what kind of model and, and what kind of niche would take me seriously. But because, like I said, not everybody around me is in the creative space. I couldn't always rely on like my family members and my friends to help me out with what I should do. So sometimes you have to rely on like artists or creatives that you don't know. And then I think with that idea of like, you know, I don't know this person, but they gave me this advice. It's like, am I really making the right decision? Because everyone's opinion is different, you know? So I think sometimes, you know, I've had to really trust in myself and I feel like my relationship with God is one of the most important things with that is really like knowing that any decision I will make will take me to the next level so yes I've been in those spaces where it's like I've had bad days but it's always knowing that like just take a step do something you know don't think about it too much or do think about it but just know that you have a choice to make and with that choice it's gonna take you further than where you last were you know either way and I feel like at the end of the day what has stuck with me is when I think about something and when I'm trying to make my best decision it's always going to work out even if something like messes up I always feel like that was God's way of showing me that like that choice was your choice but maybe it didn't work out but like now you have you got another path you can go down that one like you know it's an open route see what is where it's going to take you and sometimes that's what life is you just got to trust in yourself and I think that's what it is and yeah trusting myself has just made me believe like you know what I am that bitch like I don't know who else is going to do it for me (laughs) I gotta do it for myself so here we are (laughs) wow you said wow I think I needed to hear that um 
I was latching onto every single word that you were saying. I was like, Damn, I, was, I hope you understood because I'd be like, sometimes no, I it hit. It was like, boing, it hit. <laughs> um, because, yeah, like sometimes, like I feel that way. I have been feeling that way. You know, as I said in the beginning, I've been, I was scared to continue my podcast because I have so much fear of one self self perception and then perception of how other people will view me and then of course you thinking about your content and is my content is actually going to reach people like a lot of these thoughts come into my mind but as you said just taking one step if that step is to make a new logo take that step if that step is to do some behind the work analytics on whatever do that step if it's just writing down some ideas do that stuff like any step that you can do just to end up where you want to be and as you said yeah you don't have to think about the whole whole picture because when you build up don't have the puzzle already built and then you break it into pieces you have the pieces then you make the picture and that's how it should be you just take it step by step and you fill that puzzle out yes (laughs) no you really said it you really said it because I really was the girl that was like I always have the big picture I know what I want and then it's like well tomorrow what do I do to get to that point (laughs) like what what am I supposed to do and you know there will be days that like I'm sitting on my couch like okay like what am I supposed to do you know but it's always a better feeling, like you said, even if I don't know, as, as long as I, like, I'm writing it down, putting it in my journal, or even praying about it, like, God, this is what I see, and I just need you to just show me what path to take to get closer to it, you know, um, and I feel like at the, at the end of the day, just try to have fun within your journey, because mm-hmm. That's something I, I've learned really late was I thought it was always work, 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 even in modeling. But then I was like, bro, like, you know, it's still my life. I just still enjoy it. Uh, that's why I also should trust my decisions, because like the decision should always be to, you know, do better. But I want to be happy. Ultimately, like I want to make sure that my happiness is always there. I don't want to go through depression no more. That's the, that. That's the number one thing I'm always thinking. I'm not trying to go there again, okay? (laughs) So if I'm going to a shoot or I, like, accept a deal or something, I also want to make sure, like, does this align with me? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, the money looks nice, but, like, does it really align with me? Will I be happy with that work? Like, when I look at it in five years, will I be like, that was a happy moment? Or was that that was just a moment because I needed that cash, Sometimes it'd be like that, but it's like, I definitely do want to accumulate a lot more happy, memorable moments. Cause you know, this is life. There are enough obstacles. Oh, can we, oh, we, I, yes, 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 yes. And it's like reminding me of something I posted last night. It was like, how could you tell yourself no when, how could you, how could you tell yourself no before anybody tells you no? Yeah. You know, just, you just, yeah, you just gotta put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, you do. But one of the things that you said um, was like finding a niche and trying to figure out like where you fit in and where you can also be respected. Was it hard for you to find where you are right now within modeling? 
So again, God is so good because I feel like he continues to put like the right people in my life or in my guide or like in my path. I feel like when I was already, you know, starting to model here and there, but I was taking it a little bit more seriously. Like there were a lot of naysayers in my life because they saw that like, oh, her shyness is kind of going away. Not my humbleness, like not my humbleness, but just my shyness. It's Mm -hmm. like, I've always been confident, but now it's like, I'm not scared to be confident. Now other people are scared of it too, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, damn, I didn't know it worked that way, but (laughs) my, it's like coach, her name is August, the model on Instagram. I love her, but you know, again, she was just like this, um, working model in the Texas area, doing a lot of great things and I was scared to reach out to her because I was like she's an influencer like why would she want to talk to me but she did like um I drove to San Antonio from Austin to do like a coaching class with her Mm -hmm. and I love her so much just because like you don't get a lot of creative is that me damn (laughs) my laptop is connected to my phone wow (laughs) you're good but (laughs) Um, one thing that I really like and what showed me what was important in my career is also to be around creatives that are um, open to supporting you because you know there's creatives that are like gate gate blockers yes I just learned that um, so I didn't know it was like that but there are a lot of people like that and I just thought you know for my first like like modeling coach she was so like open and she was just so supportive and you know when you're shy at things like it's nice to have someone who's been doing this longer than you be like yo dude you're good <laughs> like you're good at this like why are you even coming to me and I was like I'm coming to you because you've been doing this longer like I need you know but it was just like those kinds of people and those kinds of spaces that made me feel like I can do anything Mm. which is sometimes bad but I was like why not just go for everything because you never know what brand might need you you never know what um what store might want to pay you for you know something that you already know what to do Mm -hmm. but I knew that I never uh, respectfully I just want to say this I just never wanted to be like an IG model (laughs) (laughs) like like I wanted it to be high fashion like the Dior the Chanel like all those kinds of things but even like as I moved to Houston like um Houston is like a huge I feel like we're definitely like a lot of the people here are making a paved way for opening us as like the fashion the next fashion city but like even in the streetwear vibe Mm -hmm. it's also like me staying in the professional sense like you know always being dressed in a my conservative anti vibes are coming up <laughs> like, but you know what I mean like, I know you mean. if my parents see it will they be like whoa I love this or will they be like uh-uh. <laughs> like you know what I mean uh-huh I know what you mean I have an African like partner as much as he's open and I love his openness like his African vibe step in the like, be like Feel like your titties might have popped up <laughs> so it's like it's always just I know I always want to like be even if I express like my super feminine side and being like as 
attractive and whatever, I always wanted to be non tacky. Mm-hmm. So, and like, I even though it's like I do, I try to do fitness, boutique, runway, like all those different things, it's always trying to be very professional because, like, at the end of the day, as open and as amazing as I think I could be like I do care about what my aunties and uncles are saying about me like me too no like for real I don't care outside of my family I don't care but it's like the people who are blood related and I see them on Christmases when y'all don't see me yeah it's just is that so you know and it's just like I also want everybody in my future to like my kids. I want them to be able to see my work and whatever. And maybe that might change in the future, but that has been my niche. Just like be able to do anything and everything, but keep it professional and classy. I am a Southern belle. (laughs) (laughs) Have you always been from Houston? Like that's where you No. So actually my mom is from Louisiana. Yes. And it's funny, like my dad's from Senegal, but you know, both colonized by the French. So a lot of similarities, mm-hmm. um, like we both have our versions of gumbo and all that stuff, French, but um, Louisiana, we moved to Austin, but I was raised in Africa, like with my parents, but my sisters are way older than me. So they, they always lived out here. So our vacation home, like every time we'd come to the States for summers and Christmases was in Austin. Um, and then, sorry, because my mom again <laughs> knew I was going to go to college <laughs> and she was like, we're going to make sure this makes sense. You're going to go pay this much and all that. So she made sure she was like, you're going to go to a private school in Texas. That's why she made Austin like the home base. So Austin, we had a home there for 14 years, like from 14 to like last year, we had that house. But um, last year was a major change for me, like not moving, like moving out of my parents' home, not being like super responsible for myself. Um, Another thing, like, you know, when you trust yourself a lot, the people around you start to trust you with your own life, like your your family, your parents, like I'm the youngest. So imagine (laughs) like they've always been, yeah, super protective and like always trying to tell me what to do for myself. But I feel like they were starting to trust my journey because they saw me trusting in it and seeing things come out of it. So, you know, they were moving out there. They wanted to move into like a community that's like 50 plus. It literally looks like that episode from Black Mirror, like the first episode. (laughs) It's only old people, girl. I was like, y'all ain't old. Y'all don't act like it. Don't be out here. But they're out there. And I was like, I can't move there. It's my time to move out and basically just really start this journey. But then, you know, God is good. He sent me my man all right but he was living in Houston and then my parents were like why don't you just move in with him I didn't even give the idea wow yes wow you need to just go live your life like you know this is your time okay and so I was like I don't have a roommate they're like either you move in with us in the community or you go find an option so I was like I guess moving with the and you know like when you're African too it's like you don't just move in with yeah like it was a foreign concept to me 
very a very foreign concept even them like very being open to the fact and i think they like also knew that like i was better i was making better decisions in my partner <laughs> they were like nah i think this one is good so they were like yeah so they like they met him and everything but it did work out so well so i moved to houston with him like straight out of living with my parents and we've been living together since march of or april last year Mm-hmm. So I've been in Houston since April of 2021. Yeah, it's Houston is my place. Like if I have to rep Texas, I'm repping Houston. I love Austin. I didn't say nothing about it. But Houston, if you're if you're black like me, I love the black people. I love the international community. I know it's so wild. I was gonna come to Houston for school. Oh my god. Yes. Friday, I was talking to my friend. I was telling him, I don't know why I really came here, <laughs> but it's it's not really giving what it's supposed to give sometimes. Damn, we should have really gone to Houston. I should have gone to college in Houston. Damn, and that one hurts. I love the people that I got to meet in my school, but the school was boring like <laughs> oh, to the to this day. I tell people my best time in life was high school. Mm. so it's you like know, I really feel you on that one because my university in Tampa this was the type of people I was there wasn't this I, I was just like wow how did y'all even let me me too how do you I think when I went and googled it when I was a freshman they said like the percentage of black people was like five ten percent and I was just like, just for people listening, it's like, we're not racist, you know, we're not this, but yeah. it's like, I grew up seeing my people. Like I grew yeah. up in Africa. Yeah. Like even if there were foreigners and, you know, NGOs, like I went to school, went to a country predominantly black and like, I love black people. And I feel like when I'm around the community, like I just get to be my, I'm comfortable. Yeah, you, know? you get to be yourself, 100% yourself. Yeah, Austin, I love Austin, but Austin, like I was not Uber eating as much because the places were not, you know, they weren't putting, the food was very, I love Austin. Barbecue <laughs> Texas is the best, but when I came to Houston, like I put on 10 pounds. I was like, mm-hmm. You know, shawarma, like shawarma that tastes like, you know, they really came here and they put down the shawarma place. Like, you know, like Westheimer is so much food. Like Houston has been amazing. I should have gone to school here. I would have stayed yeah, here. I need to come and visit then. Okay. Yes. That's on my list now. Yes. You have to please do. When you do, let me know because mm-hmm. what? we out here for a good time not a long time right no but what okay because i really want to ask ask you this question and i think it ties into this idea too so okay what i've learned so far is that amazing support system i love that your dad is the one who was like yes go and do I love that your parents are like yeah go and stay with him and as you said like when you see the vision and you act in a way that you're like believing in every single step, it makes it really hard for people to be like, I don't see anything but success from, Mm -hmm. you know, I see nothing but what you dream of. Um, So do you feel 
and I think you may have answered this, but I don't know. But do you mm-hmm. feel like, hmm, have you ever felt like these spaces you've entered into was t- kind of hard to, how do I even want to say this? Damn. Oh, <laughs> how do I want to say this? Because I really want to just ask about imposter syndrome. And have you ever felt less than, Poya, I'm so confused. No, just ask me. Ask me like we're having like a friend. What would you ask me if we were like just- Okay, so do you feel like it was hard for you to get to that point to see your vision? Or was it, you know, easy for you to just be like, you know what, this is what it is. I'm not going to let imposter syndrome come. This is what it is. And this is what I'm going for. I got you. No, I'm totally as confident as I am. I'm the person that like, I'm staying home all day to ponder, like to like, to really think about it, you know, because it's scary. Mm -hmm. In this age where like us creatives who are not like as big, we're seeing like how people are attacking creatives on social media and we continue to put ourselves out there. Yes, like you're bound to literally rethink everything that you're doing just to make sure it's perfect. (laughs) But it's like, I think, again, it's just showing that not everything can be perfect. But I feel like, like I said before, I think like the main thing for me, honestly, is just like believing in myself because at the end of the day, with so many of the experiences that I was, I've gone through, especially with friendships, and even like with family sometimes, because funny enough, like my dad and I had to go through like a very, like part of my depression state, like a very rough time because I was like a growing woman mm-hmm. and I was seeing that my dad wasn't perfect either. And I was like, uh-uh, so you guys are all like this. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Like when you're becoming a full grown woman, you start to see that like the reality that like, your parents are not just your parents, they're people. And it's very hard to come to that turn because like my world was so shaken because I was like, y'all, they're supposed to be perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I've been working so hard to be like you. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but literally it's that, it's like, I it's like really just seeing that like the most successful people literally are doing what we're doing. They just like, they went for it harder though. Like they just were like, let's just put this foot down. Like, let's go for it. So I think that's just like the thing. And I study a lot of, I watch a lot of like actors and people, um, their, their documentaries and them talking and everyone, every person has the same journey. Like everyone has been scared, but it's literally mentally being like, if you don't do anything, you're not getting to shit. Like you're not getting anywhere, you know? Um, As much as I love God, I know he's out there laughing. Like she really thinks I'm going to put a a gift to her door and she's not even believing in herself. She doesn't even think that she can get it. Like Mm -hmm. she really thinks I'm going to move her bones for her. And she needs to be. Exactly. Like you have to literally, and that's my relationship with God. Like, I've had to like break up with him for a bit because I was like, dude, you're not doing what you you said you were supposed to be doing. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I had to realize like it really starts with me. If you want to do something, believe in it and like go for it. It doesn't have to be perfect, but everything else is going to align because, you know, 
it's not every day you have the same ideas. Ideas change. Like you, you get like a moment where you're like, okay, I can tweak this a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's that journey of like the tweaking and the changing and seeing how you evolve. Like evolution is real. So I just feel like, just trust it. Mm -hmm. Trust it. Trust in yourself. Trust in yourself. Because as you said, if you don't do it, who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? And what I've learned too with your dreams is that nobody's going to see your dream like you see your dream. Because they're not sleeping in the bed with you. They're not sharing the same eyes as you. They're not going to see what you're seeing. So it's like, how could you trust other people when right. you can't even see the vision? Mm -mm. And especially when you're creative and you get like a manager or you get like, you know, people who start representing you, like literally what you said, like you can't even trust them to understand your dream because I had to go through that like being in an agency and like you know working for myself for such a long time and feeling like I finally got like networking and whatever and then I was in a space where I was like ah I can still I'm still getting my own money you know what I mean like I'm still like the one's brain who's doing a lot of the maneuvering so it's like why am I going to be dependent on someone else to literally carry my bag mm -hmm. like to carry what I want to do so it's important to have community and people that you work off of because you do want to be able to get advice and be able to see different perspectives but like it, it's only you you like you have that dream you have that vision you probably think other people have had these ideas but it's like did they do it are you willing to do it are you willing to be that person so it's like yeah you can be the turning page like at any moment you just gotta take that step and nobody's gonna be doing it like you exactly you should the same idea but nobody's gonna execute it like you exactly so and with that, I want to know a little bit about your creative process. Because I remember you post, oh, <laughs> I remember you posted one day. Um, okay, so one of my all-time favorite pictures of you um, with the orange boots, the like. Oh my gosh. Shit, like, <laughs> tell you that Thank picture you. went free in my mind. Thank I remember you. you saying you both. Yeah, I remember you saying like you were with your friend on that. Mm -hmm. I, was like, I wonder if that's how. One, I really think that's how we should be doing it. Working with the people. I think Issa Rae even said it too. Like Issa Rae never said like she never went up. She mm -hmm. always beside her like, oh, this is my friend. My friend is taking pictures. Okay, I'm a model. Let's go. Let's have a shoot. Um, my friend is having a podcast. She wants to have me. Let's do a podcast episode. It's like. And it goes back to what you said about surrounding yourself with people. So I want to know, like, what does that look like, your process? Just, you know, working with other people and people around you as well. I love that you said that because, do you know, like, I feel it was during the pandemic that I had to realize that everything that shines brighter might not be good for you. Mm -hmm. Like, don't always be, like, don't always chase things just because it's being told to you that it's the best like you really need to invest in yourself and yourself is your community like the people that you are surrounding yourself with like the people that allow you to live as comfortable as you want to you get what I mean because we're all part of a system like we all you know what I mean mm -hmm. and it's like I love that you said that because um one of my one the reason why I was even able to 
be as successful as I am in Houston right now is because of one friend like and it's crazy because I didn't I was I started out in Austin I this dude oh well I used to come to Houston here and there but there was this photographer he goes his name is Manny he goes as Manny Comp on Instagram and I saw his work and I was just like this guy is good Mm. like this guy is really good and that was like in the beginning, like when his work wasn't as good as what you saw. But I was like, I just want to work with this person. And then again, when you really want to do something, the world just aligns. This dude DMs me randomly with a mood board with my picture in it. And he's like, I just want to work with you. And I was like, bro, I've been wanting to work with you. So we, I, I drove all the way from Austin to Houston to meet him, like go straight to his apartment. I usually wouldn't tell people go to people's apartments but it was just like it felt so good yeah it felt right and so when I went you know he had another you know female friend there so I was like okay like you know what I mean like I feel like it's friendly vibes and as soon as I entered his apartment like I saw like not him as a photographer but I saw him like as a friend or like just like as another person you know someone because that day we we shot so you know I brought an outfit it wasn't something that I went and bought. Like I just got something. And then um, we went to a location downtown near where he was shooting. And then we started shooting mm-hmm. and it, it came out really nice. And that's when, that's before I, you know, realized that sometimes like if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Like you really don't. If you have the ideas, if you're really talented, you can make stuff up like right here, right now. Mm-hmm. But if some, and that's the thing I'll tell people, don't ponder on it too much because the more you think you're really telling yourself why you're not supposed to be doing it. Like you need to be going for it. Uh-huh. So that was our shoot. We just went out and shot and, you know, it was such great vibes. And that day we were talking about spirituality, like when I was getting more into like understanding like myself and the universe and he was such a vibe. And then I ended up moving to Houston and, you know, he was a person I could reach out to. And because he, again, you know, I, I be, pro- I'm professional you know, regardless, but he would just tell people like, yo, this model is out here. Like she just moved here, work with her. And because, you know, he didn't even realize how much people respected him. It was like people who respected him came to me mm-hmm. with so much respect and so much love. And they're like, yo, like Manny says, like, you're the big sis. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and then it was at one point where, like, you know, I was like, I think people are just reaching out to me because, like, Manny's such a good friend. And he's just, like, telling people about me. But he was like, dude, like, I don't even know this person. So you need to also believe in yourself like that, you know, we trust in you because you do do work. And that's just like the vibes. Like, and then I was like, damn, this is how friendship should be too. But that's another conversation. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? I was like, this is such cool vibes. And it was him who was just like, you know, getting more people to get to know me. And because he also is somebody, like I said, somebody about people that you um, surround yourself with. He's someone who takes himself seriously. Mm -hmm. Like he wants to have good people around him. He doesn't want no BS. He's a creative. So he's like, you know, I have to mentally be like, who should I allow in my space? So Mm -hmm. it was like people in his space were able to like give me this different perspective of like what respect is like, you know? 
um and not going through like those horrific stories that you get like being a creative working in a new city and being in like in a weird awkward situation so I feel like it's really saved me from getting into bad model stories which have happened you know so yeah like it was amazing like I got to meet new people I met new friends like I'm working on a cookbook with a a friend who's a chef who's like Sudanese. And again, it's like a lot of African people in Houston that I didn't really get the vibe from in Austin and just getting to work with those people and being friends. And that's the thing. And I guess what you were saying, like me and Manny, again, that's one photographer and one friend, like that shoots. We we went to a designer, Washington Ave. We were like, hey, um, again, she didn't really know Manny, but that's how you do networking. She didn't know him, but she knew me. And she was like, you know what? I trust you with handling clothes. We did that shoot. We went to Rice University, one spot, and we just did that. Like, there was no mood board. There was no posing classes. There were, we were like, literally like, okay, let's just get this in. Because me and Manny don't like to shoot for more than an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just like to be there. If nothing is coming out, then we're like, it wasn't, the, like, today wasn't the day. But mm-hmm. we were like, okay, let's just get there. And that's where I get to practice, like, poses, get to practice different stuff. And that's literally what happened. And I feel like every shoot I've done with him, nothing has been planned. Like, it's literally get there. And that's a lot of the other shoes that I do is just like get there. The blue one with the boots and my legs, mm-hmm. that was my first time meeting him. But it was, if y'all are really talented, mm-hmm. get there and work and you'll see work. <laughs> wow. I love that. I think, because I think for me too, that's what I love about the process. Sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't have like a neat little box. <clears throat> it goes right. Sometimes you wake up with an idea or just like, yeah just an idea it's just like you know what yeah I want to do this right now I'm mm-hmm. gonna yes. and realize sometimes I feel you can plan all you want but that plan is not always going to come out as you think mm-hmm. if you think about it in like grander sense in life you can plan your life all you want and then God is just gonna laugh you know like I wasn't going to expect to be a social worker but here I am you know so it's like you never know i mean a social worker plus you know i would love to be a traveling speaker that's in the oh it's coming it's here it's It's here here. it's here it's at my friend though actually so you know know, your plans can they mold and like being able to mold with your plans because holding on to something you might as well say bye to all other opportunities if you're holding on to something for so long and being like, this is what I'm supposed to, this is what I'm supposed to do. And you're closing your eyes to everything. How is that even, you know, benefiting you? So exactly. Yeah. Yes. Literally what you said, you just gotta, you just have to go for it. And like I said, the more that you think about things, like you're really wasting time. Like mm-hmm. sometimes when you're, you're like, Oh, what more can I do? What more can I do? What I've learned with my pro well, what I've learned in this past year is like just plan. Don't plan. If you think it's a good idea, like you should never say yes to something that you're not too sure of. And mm-hmm. that that's actually gotten me in bad situations. It's like you can say no. And I've had to learn how to say no. 
but it's like if I really believe like you know what that day's gonna be a good day let's just go out there then let's just go out there and like let's just do it because I know I'm a I'm a Virgo I'm an over planner I overthink things I want to do this moment in this moment and then that day comes and I'm literally in front of the camera like fuck I forgot all I <laughs> all the mood boards and all the planning that I thought I was going to remember it didn't come because I'm so focused on you know all these things rather than if I just got there and they said Poya give me what you got it's like you know what I mean so yeah just like it's not that in life that you shouldn't plan but it's like tomorrow's not always guaranteed you know what if you don't get that opportunity to work with that person because something happens or like you know schedules change just do it because that could have been the moment and that's another thing god be playing that one that you said all i've been hearing gems after gems after gems like damn i was supposed to have this conversation with you that is wild because everything you're saying, I'm like, damn, I have to go back and I need to write that down. Down, damn. <laughs> down. Uh, so, wow. Thank you. Thank you for me to you. Of course. <laughs> but I wanted to end by asking you if there was any advice that you have for anybody, whether that be someone who wants to be a model, a creative, because I know modeling is not the only thing that you do, nor is YouTube, I think. I think there's other things that you do. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give? I would just say be confident. First of all, love yourself. Mm-hmm. Heal yourself from all the traumas that you've dealt with in life because some people don't understand that it really does follow you if you think you're going to just sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even perfect today. Like, there's still things I have to work towards healing but like because I'm aware that I'm not perfect and that's okay it's really allowed me again to trust myself and um when you've healed yourself from all like the negativity you've dealt with like you're really gonna love yourself a lot more guys so I feel like invest in yourself invest in your mental health invest in you know your Mm self-care don't always be dependent on what other people can say because that person can turn on you one day like you know what I mean like you cannot turn on yourself unless you know you know that this path is not for you anymore or you want to do something different rely on yourself know that you're beautiful know that you're loved that God created you for a reason and he knows that you have a purpose even if you don't know that purpose like just put that step forward, you know, wake up today and do something that you love. You know, you might end up finding your purpose during that day. But like I said, like, be happy, surround yourself with people who, you know, love you and whatever, whatever that hobby or whatever that thing you want to do, do it. Like right now, one of my next challenges is learning how to do a handstand. And I never thought <laughs> I never thought I'd be able to do it, but with today with TikTok giving you steps on how to do things, mm-hmm. girl, you better go. Yeah, go. come on now, pull those resources. You get like there's because. there's too much out there for you to think that you cannot. Mm-hmm. You know, like and I one thing that I've always said to myself since last year, and it's so sad, but I literally Adidas just came out with that model, and I was like, look at God. I always say I'm the possible and the impossible, like P, 
P, be that P, okay? Like mm -hmm. be that possibility. When you're thinking, and that's to the point where like, I'll be in a situation and I'm like, this is impossible. And that model will just come in because I talk too much. I'll be like, possible, because you're, <laughs> you're possible. You can do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So always think that you can do it because um, you can. So let's go ahead and do it. Get that back. Per. Per. Um, so I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for saying yes to being on my podcast. I enjoyed every single minute of this conversation with you. And it's so wild because like when I first saw, um, I can't even remember what picture I saw. I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to contact with her. So yeah, this is like a, this is a little dream come true for me. So thank Aww, you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, like literally so many people have been telling me this year, I need to start a podcast. I'm like, I'm going to leave that for other people. But <laughs> I'm very happy that I got to do my first one with you. Like this one was amazing. I also love your vibe. Like, oh, you need to not be shy. Your vibe is lit. <laughs> like I never even met you. Like, like you said, you saw my stuff on social media. I saw your vibe on social media on Twitter. I love how you carry yourself. I love how you're very real and vulnerable with yourself because there are a lot of fakes and I can I can see them. <laughs> but you know, I like to be able to have these conversations because it's not everybody that I can have them with. So I definitely appreciate your presence and your existence is everything, sis. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, so yeah, thank you all for listening. I'm gonna put Poya's information, everything that Poya does down below. Um, and if you want to contact her if you're in Houston, because I have some friends in Houston too, you can work with her. Okay, y'all better come on. Yes, <laughs> let's get the back together, sis. <laughs> no, let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. The thing, too. Stop gatekeeping. Stop gatekeeping. Yeah, y'all like stop gatekeeping because at the end of the day, like when you see that same person getting to your level and then you see them like going even further, you could have missed out on your blessing. Like that could have been your friend who could have put you on. Like, I totally get it. Like, you know, there, there's like for models, there's so many models out there. Like, I don't, don't want to give out my good stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like me, like you said, there's only one me. There's only Poya out there. So me worried about this person taking, like, I guess my name. How? 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 People are going to be better than you. People are going to be less better than you. But you just got to be comfortable in who you are and what you have to bring to the table. That's mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. wow okay thank you thank you thank you thank you <laughs> thank you